Ah, greetings, B-movie aficionados. Hello, welcome to A Couple of Flicks. I'm Tristan. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. So today we are going to talk about our choices for um, the martial arts movies. And uh, I don't think any of us have seen either of these uh, or any of these. So yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of... But um, before we talk about those, I mean, have, did either of you guys watch anything recently that you want to kind of briefly talk about or... Maybe not briefly, but like just elaborate on or whatever. Um, I watched five of the Lone Wolf and Cub movies. Very cool. They're nice. really good. Yeah. I still got to get on those. I have that box set you lent me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched no, the first, I've seen the first one. Yeah. I love all of them. I, I, I mean, I think my favorite's the fifth one just because it gets really, really dark. At that one, like in that one, and then the sixth one is a little bit more comical. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a there's a fight scene that takes place in the snow, and considering how bloody the, these movies are, you can imagine like how uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I love all of them though. Like even there's one that's like really campy, um, where like the like the villain like she like flashes. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the third one? I think it's the third one. She like flashes the, her the like the people she's like gonna kill, so that they're distracted, and then like she, it's like it's hard to explain. Yeah, it, but yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> they're great movies though. I, I yeah, so. yeah. I never really gotten into samurai movies that much, but that definitely. I bought the Zatochi box set after that. Nice. <laughs> More samurai stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've seen like I think I've seen I've seen like two of them. I've seen one that's in that box set and then I've seen the one that um uh that Takashi Kitano made like he that he was in in the 2000s that like some people who like you know those movies like don't really like that one but i i kind of like that one you know so but whatever that's cool though yeah i yeah i've always wanted to check those out i probably will at some point yep Mm, i mean i didn't really see anything too i watched uh don't have to go into too much detail on it, I watched the uh, Woody Allen documentary, the Allen Allen v. Farrow thing on HBO. Yeah, yeah. Seems like a real scumbag. I mean, <clears throat> I have my own opinions, but I'm not going to share them because they're not very popular opinions. Uh, <laughs> you know, I um, I I don't know Mia Farrow. I don't know. I it's complicated. I think there's a side of the story that isn't really being shared. You know, I'm kind of concerned about what Mia Farrow did to Dylan Farrow. I, mm-hmm. I don't really appreciate the fact that like his side of the story isn't being talked about because I think his side is just as valid as his as Dylan Farrow's is. And I don't know. To me, like 
I just get the sense that there's a lot of manipulation going on. And I think it's a lot more complicated than people want to believe it is. So, but I'm not going to get into detail about that. Yeah. It's a tricky subject. Yeah. And I know a lot of people feel very sensitively about it. So. Yeah. That's about all I got. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go too much into detail on it because you know it is an awkward subject, and yeah. I wasn't. I was never really a fan of Woody Allen in the first one. I mean, I liked a couple of his movies I saw, but wasn't a huge fan. But yeah, I'm a big, big fan of um, Bullets Over Broadway. <laughs> I like. I liked Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson. That was, that I was good. Yeah, I like. I like a lot of his 70s and 80s work. Um, his 90s work kind of gets rocky. And then I, I don't know. I for Since then, it's like hit or miss. Like, I'll either like a movie by him or I'll not like it, you know? It's like 50-50. Like, I liked Matchpoint. You know, I like Blue Jasmine. Midnight in Paris was good, you know? But I think my favorite's probably like Love and Death from the 70s. That was a really good one, you know? And then, you know, I also like Hannah and Her Sisters. I like Manhattan. I like Crimes and Misdemeanors. I like a lot of his movies, so I don't know. But, but I don't like Sleeper. That's one that a lot of people love. I hate that movie. I think it's really annoying and stupid. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I watched a... It, okay, so speaking of controversial movies, I watched a Mexican movie called New Order, which... um i it's not a very popular movie i think a lot of people are reading a little too much into it in my opinion because i yeah it's basically a movie about like um i guess to sort of quickly summarize it it's kind of about like a scenario about like like what would like what would happen and what like in a in the likelihood of um like impoverished people taking over and like rioting and and overthrowing the like wealthy people what would happen like in a situation like that where uh, the country would become like militarized and what that would look like i think that the movie is is kind of exploring the reality of militarization i don't actually think that the movie's saying anything about class or race personally and i i'm actually surprised that a lot of people are interpreting it as like some kind of racial comment because like it's really not there like the most sympathetic character in the entire movie is a is a is a poor man who's trying to take care of his sick wife and has and she has to like be moved from hospital to another hospital and he's the most sympathetic character in the entire movie so i really don't know what people are talking about like when it comes to it being about like you know anti-poor people i i think people just don't want to feel sorry for rich people because it shows like what would happen like basically in a militarized society like a lot of wealthy people would basically be put into concentration camps essentially and tortured and that's kind of the scenario that the movie's sort of painting and it's not a very it's not something that people want to think about so i think a lot of the vitriol that this movie is getting is coming from people who just are reading too much into stuff that isn't really there that's my opinion i actually thought it was an interesting movie i wouldn't really recommend it because it's pretty bleak but i'm glad i saw it sounds pretty Mm. interesting yeah 
yeah, it's worth watching if you like really heavy political statements. But you know, otherwise, I'd be I'd be cautious because it's you know not the most savory subject. So, but enough of depressing shit. Let's, let's talk about <laughs> martial arts movies. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we're gonna start from a movie that was made in the seventies. Yes, my pick was Return of the Kung Fu Dragon. Um, I picked this because I was I got I, for work. I do some like uh, scheduling, so we have like a movie night sometimes on Friday where we just show movies that are in the public domain. And this one happened okay. to, is in the public domain, so I mean, we could, we could right now just throw it on our podcast and not get in trouble. Just the entire movie. Uh, yeah, you guys want to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> and it, I just, it honestly like happened to be a day or two before or after before we were decided on martial arts theme. I was like, hey, I'll just saw this one. Why not give it a shot? <laughs> I heard it was, and then like I, you know, did a little bit of looking. It was like, oh, one of those bad movies, one of those movies so bad it's good. And I don't know if I agree with that, but it was fine, I suppose. A little, it was (laughs) confusing. Yeah. Um, there's, I guess, I don't know what the fuck. Okay. So, I mean, it's sort of, I guess I would put it as sort of like your basic revenge story. Really? Yeah, like I'd kind of put it in that kind of category, I guess. I put it in like, like I saw a lot of Lord. Like when I said, um, it's very Lord of the Ringsy. Oh yeah, in okay. martial arts form. Yeah, like because there's kind of, okay. yeah. there's these wizards, right? I mean, I guess that's what they. Were. I was it seemed like <laughs> I was confused as hell at first because I didn't know who was on whose side in the very beginning. Hmm. Because they didn't yeah. know there were two different mage magicians. They were saying, I think, is what was. Did you guys watch a dub, the dubbed version? I assume. Yeah, yeah. I so. tried watching a subtitle one, but the subtitles were cut off on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the exact same on, thing that happened to me. It was. I watched it, it on Daily like, Motion. Okay. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. But yeah, so there. Because I didn't. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah i i I was gonna say i bought the dvd but it looks worse than youtube so maybe i should have gone with the youtube version then uh i watched it on youtube and it was horrible yeah Yeah. 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 like i i needed to actually like fix my sound because it it, like or i actually adjusted adjusted my because it sounded like a little just just a little bit too muffled and I tried putting the subtitles on, but this, they just didn't make any sense. So hmm. I like I actually did have to kind of like lower the bass and had to like fix my sound just a little bit, just Damn. so that I could kind of hear the dialogue better. Yeah, just oh. just slightly better. You mine know, wasn't. The audio wasn't too bad on mine, really. That's good. Okay. I could make out mostly what they were saying, even though the plot <laughs> it was weird. Badly dubbed. <laughs> yeah, that was the good yeah. part of it. It was a funny yeah. dub. One of those funny yeah. dubbed movies. Yeah, um, the dubbing was the best part, I think. Yeah. So it revolves. <laughs> at, at parts, I mean. Yeah, yeah. 
So it revolves around this island, Phoenix Island, um, where some kingdom uh, supposedly can't get attacked, but it was. Yeah. And, which was confusing because I didn't know who was attacking who or who were the bad guys because there were two wizards. I thought one was a good guy, but then he started to attack the thing, and I thought it was the same guy. But there were just there were just two different wizards, right? And yeah, in, in the end, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, you know, so fighting people with their beards. Yep, <laughs> long ass beards. They look pretty much the same. That's again Lord of the Rings. He was, you know, Saruman and Gandalf. Yeah, they even had that fucking mirror shit, where he was, you know, instead of like that orb Saruman used, or what? Yeah, Saruman or I, I forget. His name. Yeah, yeah. Because the ba- the main bad guy also is named very similar. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, <clears throat> but. Yeah, so there was there was that little connection too. Um, yeah, it did have like the mystical sort of quality too, in the fact that like it was it was you know it, it was sort of structured like a quest, you know, mm-hmm. at least after the flashback, you know. Yeah. Or whatever. It was, so. so there was yeah the attack on the main island. Um, some there were the there was you know the emperor and then the three. I don't know how many warriors or defenders or whatever. Uh, they were pretty high up. One of them had to save the princess for some, I don't know, reason. Just because, yeah, you know, very you, gotta, enthusiastic. you, gotta, you gotta save the princess. And <laughs> it, was, it was messed up in the beginning, beginning because he, his wife was like, no, save our daughter. <laughs> he was running away. <laughs> And his his wife and daughter were like, "No, save save her daughter instead, you asshole!" And he was like, "I can't. I'm, this is my duty. I have to save the princess." And he just yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of immediately don't really like the guy very much. Yeah. It's like, okay, he doesn't well. last long anyway. Though. No, he really does. could have easily <laughs> carried two children though. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first part was the attack on the place that wasn't attackable uh and then the main the guy that saved the princess died but she got away with the good wizard and he he put a spell on the mountain they go to to i don't know was another uh town empire I don't know. I, that's that's the impression that i got that it was like a separate thing so. yeah so he put a spell that no one could penetrate it for 19 years yeah and then it was a 19 year like basically just without any, without a subtitle saying 19 years later yeah it was just 19 <laughs> years later happened yeah <laughs> so was, some lady was yeah some lady was tying knots and the 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 princess the first princess we meet uh was wondering why do you put those every year on my birthday or whatever or something at the same time and she didn't really tell him because of plot yeah it would have spoiled the plot i guess yeah Yeah. and then there's this other princess too 
that they didn't really explain why there were two princesses at first. Mm-hmm. But it turns out the main, the main, well, she was like, I don't know. There's the main one was like, I was more dressed in yellowy stuff. And the other yeah. one, the other one was more in blue type. So the main one was a little brat, I guess. I would consider her because she was messing around with the townspeople. She was there was that scene with the rice balls or yeah. the, the dumplings or steamed whatever the hell. She wasn't even trying <laughs> to eat them. She was just grabbing them, taking them away from that vendor, and just like throwing them on the ground. <laughs> she, yeah, she was just trying to cause problems. She didn't even want them. She was just being a brat. <laughs> She's just. Yeah. Like there's just like after like it was a lot of fun funny boing 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 sound effects too. Yeah. She was grabbing them and she had like yeah, a I whole. Didn't I didn't understand that. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. There were a couple yeah. parts where I thought, wait, is this a fan dub? Like for like a brief second. Yeah. Just because she... like some of the sound effects seems like sort of strange. Like yeah, so like so... one like one of the punch sound effects. Oh my god, it was so funny. Like it was like. Like it, it just it was awful. It's the bad but, sound effects you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just that dumpling scene was like stupid as hell because she had at the end like she was just went through the whole pile, had a huge stack, and then just just chucked them on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like you owe me a hundred dollars or whatever, basically. And then like hundred doll hairs. <laughs> yeah. And, like her. <laughs> Her guard, I think it was, was just like, no, we'll pay you one dollar. And the guy was like, okay. <laughs> and then he, the the merchant, I think it was the merchant, because it was hard to tell a lot of these characters apart. He got I'm guessing trouble. it was the merchant. Yeah, the, the he, clothes he, got really confusing. So. Yeah, he got in trouble for some reason. I don't know why they started fighting him, but yeah, he did were, something shitty. I think I don't. They eventually let him off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, there's a lot so, of meandering. Yeah. So yeah, this is where the two princesses come into play. Where there's two of them. I was like, and I wrote down, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why are there two princesses? Didn't either. And then it, and then it's revealed that you know the main one we've been following isn't the real princess. Mm. It was the daughter that the dude ditched <laughs> it was the daughter the dude debailed on i appreciated that yeah she got saved and was transported as well to the uh mystical safe zone safe zone yeah. the safety uh, zone let's see and then it kind of just turns into like kind of um, a th- thing where they have to get well okay i mean there was a lot of fight scenes i guess you know i mean which is going to be hard to like this might be a short episode because half the movies we watched were just (laughs) fighting and fighting in montages pretty Um, much yeah that the fight scenes were basically the whole movie so yeah like everything Um, you summarized was like 10 minutes (laughs) and which was about half the movie as well (laughs) i mean uh there was one funny little thing she did was she like cut out a dude like a guy was just standing against the wall and she cut out 
Cut out a dude's outline against the wall. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. They threw in a little gag, a little gag or two, you know. It's like just to show people they're not taking it too seriously, I guess. Mm -hmm. So the plot, I don't know why. They had to look for descendants of the the warriors, which were marked by tattoos, which was another in my brain lord of the rings analogy you know getting the the fellowship together yeah uh she she had a tattoo the this first i don't know how to differentiate (laughs) the princesses but the not the not actual princess the daughter i'll just call her the the daughter the daughter because she was um uh, a descendant of the dude the the dad that ditched her So so it was, I guess, a mission to go find out the other descendants of the other guards. Um, and one mm-hmm. one happened to be the guard that was guarding her, I guess. She, like, you know, sliced open the back of his shirt and was like, oh, hey, you got a tattoo on your back. And uh, <laughs> the other one... The other one happened to be the donut dude as well, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> I think <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so he, he came back around. Um, so the... And then again, another Lord of the Rings analogy was that weird fucking weird dude. I guess was a dude. I didn't notice at first because of A, pixelation. Couldn't tell. The hairstyle was like, you know, fairly feminine. But it was a goofy looking... I compared him to Gollum. You know, a little Gollum looking motherfucker. Because he had a weird... He had a weird voice. He was crawling around, being all weird and shit. Making weird jokes that didn't make sense. Creepy at certain points. Yeah, creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Probably the scariest thing in this movie, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. the villains certainly weren't. No. Again, I didn't really know who the villains were. Still. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had I was under the impression that it was they were they were trying to like take down, like it was like a, it was like them trying to get back at. Mm-hmm whatever the situation was at the beginning yeah they were trying to get back the main place that they had to evacuate yeah uh and then yeah so the bad the main the bad guys were saying look for any female that's about i I don't know if they used in the age well they did because they said no she's too old for for one person at one point and they were just looking up looking trying to somehow they knew that oh she's the princess they, I don't know how it happened, but they captured the real princess, and then the fit, and it was like you'll never get out of here because of magic I put. And then the fit, the daughter comes in and saves her by just jumping out of it. She's like, yeah. oh, "There is one person who can get out of this, me." And then it just they just jump out, and it cuts to another scene. It's like what? How did they get out? There's like just. <laughs> You just jump out and it happens a few times too they just kind of jump and they're like out of danger yeah. happens a few yeah. times throughout the movie it's great i love the jumping and just all the like whoa like and i love <laughs> it was I mean, like yeah, they escape from something inescapable is what i wrote. I was like 
like how, how? they don't really explain i guess it wasn't this. wasn't inescapable yeah. and i get you gotta oh, what to <laughs> say more magic maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah that's poor um and you gotta love a movie too where the characters who are fighting each other they shout out their moves Mm-hmm. always lovely <laughs> I, I love that it just it's there's just some something about that it's just exquisite to me i just love it <laughs> yes very video gamey <laughs> yeah um i don't know man there was uh yeah. <laughs> so so there's some type of a little bit of a chess thing they were talking about chess yeah the chess fight <laughs> And then there, there was a straight up Hogwarts chess fight, which wasn't oh, straight that was... up Hogwarts chess fight at all because there were just people fighting on a grid. But they were oh, that was that was the best fight scene. I loved that. That was that was so fun. Like... <laughs> it was weird because they were like it, saying it was wicked weird. It was like chess moves. Like there were two dudes saying chess moves, <laughs> but it was just guys. <laughs> they weren't really moving. It wasn't yeah. just grid either. It was just, it was there was a grid, but it was just like rectangles on a field, pinned out that didn't look like a chessboard at all. Uh-huh. They're saying chess moves, but everyone was just fighting. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. I've never seen that before. It was like a dream or so. I feel like I've had like a dream about something like that. Yeah. Oh man. I got, I got some kicks out of that. Yeah. Oh, I definitely got some kicks out of that. And then that was the that, best part of the movie yeah, for me, hands down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bad guy lost for reasons. Oh, yeah. Didn't really know why. He was like, oh, no, we lost. We better retreat. Darn it. Yeah, yeah he kind of just gave up. Like, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see that because this chest battle didn't make sense. So you losing didn't make <laughs> the same exact amount of sense. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I wrote down after that. There's more jumping through teleporting shit. Yeah, mostly just a lot of fight scenes. So like... yeah, after that, there was just a bunch of fight scenes getting through the uh, Phoenix Island is what the yeah. the main place was. Um, yeah, not a lot of rhyme or reason to any of it. Just people no. being getting beating, getting beat up, and that's mostly yeah. it. They got, you know, they got their crew together. The bun man and the guard dude and the daughter. Yeah. That's what that was the fellowship, along with Gollum. And another analogy was that the way to defeat there was they got stuck in like a a, a volcano, which didn't <laughs> look like a volcano. It was just like a flat ground that had steam coming off it. <laughs> Wait, when you yeah. said Lord of the Rings, that was my, the first thing that came to mind. Was that. Yeah, and the the only way to stop the volcano was to throw the staff into it. So I was like, okay, here's some more Lord of the Rings shit. So it was like a martial. Sure. That's how I come. Like I was like, okay, this is very like. That's why I drew so many comparisons to it. It was like a martial arts Lord of the Rings. It's totally like one hundred percent. I would yeah. agree. That was my take from it. Uh. Yeah, the there was fighting with the magicians, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if the magicians fought themselves, fought each other, but people fought the magicians. Yeah. Um <clears throat> It was a little confusing cuz they sort of they did 
sort of throw some punches at each other. Yeah. It was almost like they were poses or something. I don't know. There was some posing in this movie, by the way, which I thought was a little stupid. Like, I don't really need to see characters posing. Like, mm-hmm. you know. And know. it was, and, and too, like the Gollum character was the one that like had the the staff and then I thought mm. like oh is is this going to end the same way cuz like at one point he was like on the ground like in the lava I think yeah he was like on his on his knees over something and it made it seem like his knees were burning and he was in the lava dying and I was like oh, is he going to do Gollum fall into the lava with the staff but <laughs> more self-sacrifice i don't really remember how it ended honestly (laughs) well that's that's the thing like it doesn't really end it kind of just stops like they they, like fight a bunch of people and then there's some narration and like actually i think my narration might have gotten cut off (laughs) now that i think about it. it like i think like it felt like the movie ended before person who was saying what they were saying was finished making their point like they just gave weird. up on like, the dubbing yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe i don't know i was so confused i was like wait a minute that's it like that's did, that was something yeah yeah and did they throw the staff into the lava i don't remember or recall i mean if oh. they did i missed it yeah, yeah. me too so no it's hard to say really um I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that they did, and that the people who made this movie just forgot to film it because <laughs> they were too busy filming the fight scenes, and then they got so carried away. Then, like at the end, it's like, okay, good job, everybody, we're done filming, let's go. And then the next day, the director's like, oh fuck, I forgot to film the scene with the staff, ah! you know, like just going <laughs> berserk like that. And yeah. I, and so that's my guess as to what happened during the making of this movie, but yeah. you know. They, they get the kingdom back. That's all I remember at, at the end. Yeah. And yep. I guess that's good enough. I mean, that's about all that I can think of happened. I mean... Yeah, I think you you pretty much summarized it. Good job, you know? There wasn't much to summarize, <laughs> but you, you did it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It was like, if you like fight scenes, it's... Oh, hey. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm just l- quickly looking at the uh, <laughs> fucking... Yeah. Um, wiki. Oh, okay. Super short plot summary. Right. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Because it is a sure. few sentences. Yeah. yeah, go for it. And it's a it's a whole nother Lord of the Rings thrown in there too. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> On the idyllic Phoenix Island in South China Sea, a golden city becomes a birthplace for the new form of kung fu. Soon, an evil tyrant threatens the peace and harmony of a once such a proud city. A generation passes in a brave prince, a fearless princess, and a foolish dwarf with the powers of invisibility. It's Lord, Lord of the, of the Rings. Rings. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings. Team up to return to a kingdom, to return a kingdom to its people as they wrest it from the hands of an evil tyrant. Plot summary done. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if you want to see a bite-sized Lord of the Rings. It's nothing but martial arts, and it's like a nice, quick, clean 80 minutes, and it's kind of incoherent, but nonetheless, it is what it is. If you want to see that, I guess this is your choice. (laughs) 
I didn't I didn't get the new form of kung fu part. When did that happen? Um <clears throat> did it happen? I know they were going to do something with it, but I think it was kind of briefly mentioned. Okay. Briefly, the princess learned it, I think. I don't know. All right. The little kick thing. The the daughter princess. I yeah. guess that was it, yeah. They showed her. They showed her uh, at least um, training with the good wizard, at least for a scene. Mm. On some, I think maybe that's what he was teaching her—the good sort of kung fu. I think they didn't even really okay. name it anything but special kung fu or something stupid kung fu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just looked like normal kung fu to me. Only yeah. like you know. Well, I guess, so at the end of these ones for this, because there isn't really much to talk about plot-wise in almost any of them, except for jujitsu, really. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. A, that's a whole mess. the most plot out of the three, yeah. What would you say the, 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 kung, the action, the kung fu-nish, the actual choreography, the how did the kung fu hold up in the fight scenes and everything for this one? In this? Um, in this one, at least, yeah. I mean, I... The thing is, it was mostly just them beating everybody else up. They it didn't seem like they really met their match at any point. Mm-hmm. So it was cool watching them beat people up. But I, I don't know. I kind of prefer when martial arts movies have the characters actually like seriously like duking it out <clears throat> for real in a way where there's like suspense and there's tension. In this, it was, I mean, you pretty much could tell what was going to happen and who was going to win each fight because it mostly just started with whoever it was that was going to win wailing <laughs> on the other person. Yeah. Um, having said that, though, uh, it was, I don't know, I thought the moves looked pretty pretty solid overall. I mean, some of it wasn't super convincing, but um, the, the parts where it mattered the most, it looked the best, I'd, I'd say. So, yeah. So, like, Except for... Yeah. Except for, I would have to say, oh, well, wait, what were you about to say? Real quick. You're just going to say, like, low to mid-tier yeah. choreography. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. for I, the I, 70s. I, and I would say, like, the last couple fight scenes, like, I kind of got tired of seeing the same thing again and again. Like, it's like, you got you to gotta mix and match, <clears throat> like, what the characters can do and can't do. Because, like, otherwise, you're just mostly watching bunch of people line up to get beaten down chuck norris style you know it can be done in a stylish way and this movie definitely did it like in a way that i that appealed to me but it wasn't it still wasn't the greatest thing i i really the chess scene was the most distinct part of it for me and the dubbing the dubbing was was a lot of fun yeah 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 like what was that one part princess princess or whatever like i forget what he said but it was so it was like he said the funniest thing and i, I meant to write it down and then i didn't and then i forgot what it was so but, yeah or when it's clearly a same voice actor just like trying to lower his voice yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's also always embarrassing when pe- people like when they try to dub kids because it always just sounds like crap. It's like people going like this and then it just is like, oh god. Yeah. But eh, I mean, I don't know. I've I've seen worse martial arts movies. This one at least had 
couple of memorable bits here and there. I, I don't know. But I'm glad I saw it. It was it was fun for what it was. Like, but I, it really didn't make a whole lot of sense. That was really my main issue. Is it as far as story? There's there's really nothing there for me. So. Yeah, I didn't understand what was happening until like the last twenty minutes. Maybe I'm like, oh, there's two different princesses. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's very, very different unclear. wizards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And overall, <clears throat> I'm really more in it for the fight scenes. So I'd, I'd probably give it like maybe two to three, like just based mostly on the fight scenes. Yeah, I gave it a two and a half. Yeah, I was, I gave it a two and a half as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. So that was Return of the Kung Fu. The Kung, Kung Fu Dragon. Return right. of the Kung Fu King. Oh, the ki- Return of the Kung Fu King. Okay. <laughs> oh, the name was Kung Fu Dragon. I was making another Lord of the Rings oh, okay. reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Actually, because, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't have even made that connection. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to gonna skip ahead maybe a decade or so give or take to um my choice which came out in the 80s and that is no no retreat no surrender um and i chose this movie because it has john claude van damme in it and i and the other reason i chose it was because and i didn't okay so this so i'd see i've seen actually a, a good chunk of van damme's movies but i I hadn't. I like this was like the one of his earlier movies that I never saw, and I was always curious about it. And I saw the fight, like the last fight scene on like some tape of like, um, like martial arts movies greatest hits or some shit like that. Like basically showing like, you know, a bunch of really cool fight scenes from various movies. And so the fight scene at the end of this one, um, was in that, and. The, it's a cool fight scene. I actually really think that the I, I think the fight scene at the end where Jean Claude Van Damme, who is the villain by the way, you know where he's beating the shit out of everybody. I actually think that's the scariest part, and I actually think it's pretty cool like to see him get beaten down. I think it's kind of silly that his friend has to yell the title of the movie in order for him to <laughs> suddenly you know you yeah. know snap snap out of whatever daze he was in and, and finish the fight. <laughs> They, but they overall, say that a couple times. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and and the phrase doesn't really mean anything out of context. It, like when you take it out of context, so it's sort of weird that it's the title of the movie. But but I get what they're going for. I'm not gonna rag on them about it. You know, bottom line, I thought the fight scene was was cool enough that I was curious to see the rest of the movie. Unfortunately, I didn't realize that that fight scene was pretty much the highlight of the movie because like everything else that happens up to it, it like. It's, I mean, it's pretty much just like a low rent Rocky Four. Boring. Like, wouldn't you guys say? Yeah. I would hardly call this martial arts film on it, because like I'd say it was like not not coming of age isn't the right term, but like it was a kid, mostly like the kid going to a new city, dealing with new stuff. Yeah. In a with a martial arts backdrop pretty much and uh it's you know basically a typical story like, once again like you got some annoying bully dude who what's his name scott scott the bully 
who <clears throat> spends half the movie trying to make this guy's life a living hell. And then I guess he starts some beef with some other dude. Like, who was it? Like his... Okay, so, all right. Um, okay, so I guess to summarize, yeah, this movie, it's pretty much just this kid is obsessed with uh, Bruce Lee um, to an unhealthy degree, I would argue. Um, but nonetheless, that's his infatuation in life. Uh, and I have to ask, like, I'm a little confused as to, like, who Jenny is. Fuck, because, I was, was going to ask the same goddamn thing. Yeah. I was so confused. Because at first I thought she was going to be his girlfriend. And then it's like, she really wasn't. Like, he gave her a gift, and that's about it. I really. thought she was at the end, or... Kind I mean, of. they they because there was that dance scene where they were dancing together because yeah. But the thing was, I was like, he just moved to this new city, like, yeah. Right. So like, what the like the the initial plot is gangsters, right? Using dojos as money laundering front or some type of front. Yeah. So they they moved to Seattle, right? From from L.A. It was a. I, I have oh. to. Yeah, I I just. Um, which, 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 just to quickly summarize the movie, basically the movie begins with him in the dojo and his, his teacher gets beaten up by, and his that's dad. how the plot gets set in motion. Yeah. His dad, that's yeah. it. It gets, that's how the plot gets set in motion. But anyway, go on. So I was confused if like, did they know Seattle? Was this a town they already have lived in before? Because it seemed like he knew Jenny from somehow he already knew her because he was invited to her birthday party right. even though even though like her brother didn't like him right he was the leader right. of that dojo that gave him shit and there was a conversation of like because he gave her a bunny rabbit for her birthday present and unless i missed it she said he said yeah you said you wanted one and like i was like how do you two even know each other? Why are yeah. you at her birthday party? What is that? How do what? I don't understand. Do the is this like a? Did you move to LA from Seattle and your ch your childhood friends or something? Or is they that was never explained? I was so confused with this whole Jenny situation. I was too, and like I really don't know why she was like like she didn't really even have any impact on anything that happened in the end, like. No, whatsoever no. she wasn't important at all and then in fact most of the characters in this movie weren't important <laughs> now that i think about it like Except most for rj this movie is just pure filler it's ridiculous and i I, I, I have yeah. to admit i skipped a lot of the montage <laughs> is it's understandable. <laughs> it's understandable and i watched the shortened like theatrical cut oh, of you're, you guys are lucky then <laughs> oh because you watched think... the extended version yeah <laughs> I don't know. I think I must have watched the shortened <laughs> one because this. I also watched this one on Daily Motion, actually. Okay. Okay. I don't. What did it explain, Jenny, at all in the long one? Then. Nope. Huh. <laughs> Damn. What the hell? I was. I, I was. That was my question. <laughs> I, I was like, did it explain like what he's what his connection to Jenny? Yeah, because I was gonna ask you that because I do remember you saying you're watching the, the <laughs> long longer cut. I was like. Yeah. Maybe this Jenny thing was cut out or something. Yeah, that's that was my thought too. You know, so glad to know that that's not the case. That we're not crazy. Yeah. 
How much longer was it then? Twenty it was like twenty minutes longer or something? It's like ten, I think. Oh, okay. I'm curious as to what was added because I don't know. The one I watched seemed really long already, honestly. Yeah, like, I think really they just long. added to the fucking montages because they were super I, long. Yeah. Must have been. They really were. Especially the, the Bruce Lee shit. <laughs> oh my god. I got so tired of that. And he wasn't yeah. even doing them right either. Like it, well, okay, some of that. <laughs> Some of them he was doing okay, but it, it didn't really make any sense though, because like Bruce Lee, okay, so he was going into a karate tournament. So why was he learning moves from Bruce Lee? Like that's if he that's hallucinated Bruce Lee to teach him. Yeah, like he he's more interested in Bruce Lee than he is in Jenny, you know. So it's almost like what's the point? Like, um. There's really not much else to say. Like he, he. Uh, okay, so there's like this Russian henchman who's is the Van Damme character. So he's the villain of the film, basically. I mean, you could argue that the real villain of the film is the guy who owns him or whatever the fuck and whatnot, and you know the guy who's taken over these dojos. But I don't know. I mean, really, I'd say <clears throat> Van Damme is the one who is like the real threat i mean he's he's what they have to take down in the end in order to get whatever it is they want accomplished accomplished so you know at some point the main character rescue rescues his dad from getting beat up and from there on out it pretty much just becomes you know about the hero making good on his journey um even though he didn't really seem to learn a whole lot socially he learned how to you know fight on his own in his own sort of private dojo that he goes to after he basically runs away from home, um, after his, I guess it was it his dad who ripped down his pictures or whatever. I yeah. guess it was. Yeah. <laughs> after. Oh, yeah. Oh, out. Yeah, you kind of cut out a bit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean. My, yeah, it says my internet's going a oh, okay. wonky. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, his his dad, like, tore down his posters and did all that stuff. And Yeah, he was the one who didn't want him to do all that. But, like, which, you know, I get why. You know, again, it, it's a familiar story. We've all seen. And there's not, we are, we all, we already know, like, where it's going. We already know where it's going to end. Because if we didn't, it, like, if that intro at the, that 10 minute little intro at the beginning where the main characters get their beat their asses kicked like if that didn't occur then we wouldn't know how this movie would end but we do because otherwise that scene wouldn't be in the movie so really most of this film is is just kind of a whole lot of nothing other than just this guy having boring issues with this town and sort of a makeshift sort of fish out of water story um, if it weren't for that final fight scene, um, I'd say the movie is pretty skippable, ultimately. Um, it's certainly not the worst movie I've ever seen of its kind, but it's not super exciting either. Not really bad enough to be entertaining and um, not really good enough to be compelling. And my dad saw it in the theater and I mentioned to him that I, I <laughs> was watching this movie for, for the first time. He's like, oh, I saw that one in the theater. I'm like, you did? He's like, yeah, that one wasn't so good. I'm like, yeah, no, I really was. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fight scene was cool, though, at the end. And even though it, there was, it wasn't free of cliches, 
I would recommend it if I would recommend watching the fight scene at the very least. Um, <clears throat> only if only to see Van Damme stretch his villain muscles because I actually do enjoy when he does that. Yeah, got a good um, old Van Damme split in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> I was like, oh, it, oh yeah. it was a solid split. I, you know, I was, yeah. I mean, and this, and I feel like this so, movie was kind of what got Van Damme more roles because, you know, it kind of showed that really? he had actual screen presence. Yeah. Because before this, all, the only thing he had been in that was notable was, I think, Break Him. And that's a, you know, the. Hmm. I thought he was, because I don't really know when this falls in line with his. Uh, you know, this this was before career. Bloodsport. But he, okay, because it made it seem like the credits kind of like made it seem like he was some kind of big deal. I don't know. I think they were building him up with this one because I think the people who made it, I think this was sort of like a vehicle for him, you know, because I think the person, okay. the person who made this movie made it specifically to kind of showcase his, his acting abilities and his physicality. Uh, because he didn't, because I don't think he'd gotten it. But uh, apparently, it kind of backfired a little bit because Van Damme accidentally injured some of the some of the um, other actors during the making of this movie. <laughs> apparently, I was reading nice. the trivia, and yeah, one of the actors he apparently, according to according to you know whatever it was I read, um, he he actually knocked somebody out, like which is not good. I think Damn. I know who it was too. The the first guy that he fights. <clears throat> in the ring when he like hits him like really hard in the face and he's like on the mat like i think that might have been the guy that he knocked out because i can't think of another time in that movie where he like knocked somebody out really other than like maybe the dad at the beginning i don't know or did he just break his leg i think he just broke his leg so yeah i don't know yeah he jumped off a dude (laughs) jumped off like the other dude and kicked him (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that was a little cool. Used, that was cool. Used his, own, used his own ally as a jumping board. Yeah, I love that. I, will, I love. Yeah, well, go on. I was gonna say like, so this movie was real bad. The acting was awful. I saw this was like, like I don't norm like I don't normally see them when like they're pointed out and like how shitty that. But I saw boom mics quite often <laughs> floating up top. The acting was tro- atrocious and everything. Like so. Yeah. I honestly thought that first scene with Van Damme was all we were going to get with for Van, for Van Damme not going into this movie at all knowing because the bad guys show up a few more times to hustle down other dojos with yeah. other henchmen with Van Damme not showing up. So I was like, oh, is is that it for Van Damme? That one kick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little nervous too, but then yeah, that, I remembered, oh wait, there was that fight scene. Yeah, he did this more. <laughs> yeah, I thought that fight scene, the first one where he comes out, I thought it was gonna last a little longer. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. here we here we go. So did um, I. Oh, okay. Well yeah. <laughs> I mean it was a cool <laughs> kick. I yeah. have to say, jumping off that dude. <laughs> oh man, yeah. When it comes to Van Damme, you can always expect a good kick or two. Yeah, like I <laughs> I, this wasn't the best Van Damme movie I could have picked. I, you know, I, I, but it was one that I hadn't seen, and I figured, what, what, what better opportunity to do it than on this, you know? So, but yeah, I don't know. Do either of you have any more kind of thoughts? Or, um, there yeah. was that cup scene with the water and the diet coke. Oh yeah, 
that made me laugh. I didn't get it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is this is you and this is me. And then he, he was like, but you're too full. He dumps it out. There, now you're good. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, <laughs> ghost of Bruce Lee? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that whole part. Okay, so um, <clears throat> at first I didn't even realize that that was supposed to be Bruce Lee because he didn't really look anything like him to me. <laughs> like so no. That was like my first problem. I got it and immediately. Then, I was like, ah, oh, you, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I expected it to happen even earlier when he was crying on his grave. Yeah. He's like, please help me, Sensei. You're the only one that gets me, even though you're dead. I thought he was going to appear right behind him at his grave. <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh, man. Um, and yeah, then that whole training thing was just... It was just dumb, because it's not like he was there. He was just training by himself. So I don't know how he was like getting hurling himself through doors and windows like Edward Norton style, I guess. I don't know. And yeah, RJ, my favorite character of the movie, <laughs> oh, he, yeah. he, he came by and snuck in and or like watched him through the window talking to himself. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. RJ was the best character. And he was like, can't yeah. do that anymore. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know how long that scene lasted. It was in the theatrical cut. When the extended one that went on for like ten minutes, oh him, man, of him watching him through the window. Uh, it was just a brief <laughs> second. Yeah, it was just a brief second. I think of him watching. Yeah, it was weird. That's so funny. Oh man, wow. Well, that montage was pretty goddamn long. You know, I skipped it. That's when I skipped. Yeah, I skipped a lot of all the montages. Well, it just it wouldn't end. Like. It's like okay, we gotta we gotta get the story out and roll. And like, I can't sit here all day watching this guy do stupid stuff. Like, it's just not fun, you yeah. know. We gotta get the plot rolling, you know. That's why yeah. I watched the theatrical shorter cut because I don't have I don't have time to sit around all day watching Van Damme movies. You know, go on. <laughs> what were you about to say? Me? Yeah. Uh. I don't know, wasn't. So, <laughs> I'm just yeah, being a bitch. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd give it like maybe one and a half to a two. I'll be generous. The fight scene at the end was decent. It wasn't the best thing I'd ever seen in the world, but I still thought it was enjoyable for what it was. But the rest of the movie sucked. I hated it, and I don't want to watch it ever again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it a one just for that last fight scene as well. Okay. I gave it a two. That's being generous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I guess it's, yeah, it's like, it's. I guess it's worth watching if you like Van Damme, but only the Van Damme scenes, and most of this movie is not Van Damme, so. <clears throat> this isn't even the best movie about an obsessed Bruce Lee fan, either. It, there's also the last dragon like let's not forget so i almost chose that one yeah it's actually a better movie honestly mm-hmm. and oh. it, that one's not super great but i actually still kind of like it mm. actually getting off topic i watched uh uh quentin tarantino was on joe rogan and oh, he, nice. he was talking mm. about bruce lee he he fucking hates bruce lee I don't, oh wow! Oh really? Yeah. Dang. 
it was an interesting conversation for sure i bet holy crap it's what i want to listen to i haven't listened to rogan in a while but i do want to see that one yeah, yeah. definitely a good one yeah it sounds interesting it sounds scandalous potentially uh, yeah <laughs> i miss scandalous interviews yeah. <laughs> anyway but speaking of scandalous so do we want to talk about the uh the last movie and who who we thought started it yeah so i chose jujitsu which came out last year oh wow is this the newest movie we've covered yeah i think i think it is i mean oh except for maybe the uh the uh recipe for love um, <laughs> recipe for seduction or yeah recipe <laughs> recipe for seduction i think that's the most recent thing we've watched so or well wait what year was that though i don't remember i guess it doesn't matter yeah okay uh, i'll just read the plot summary <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll say by just starting off it's on netflix and then um I have an ultra wide for my computer, so it's like not sixteen by nine. This is it supported what my the ratio, so it was a full oh, ultra wide movie. Oh, cool! cool. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Not many How things support that. Looked all right. I mean, yeah, nice. looked pretty That's decent cool. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. I wonder if it showed more than what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh every six years an ancient order of expert jujitsu fighters faces a vicious race of alien invaders in a battle for earth for thousands of years the invaders have lost to earth's defenders up until now earth's future is in jeopardy Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to say right off the bat, this plot made no sense. <laughs> yeah, it really didn't. <laughs> were those were those lasers or were those blades that were flying at him at the beginning? Like laser, they look laser blades. Oh. Laser, blades? A little bit of okay. yeah. laser, laser blades. Excellent. I think they're supposed to be blades, but because the CGI was so shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're glowing a little too brightly to be like normal blades, but yeah. then maybe and it's like, oh, <laughs> they're just flying past and no one was reacting to them. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened a few times in this movie. It looked horrible. They would uh-huh. like, they would just go flying over people's heads and people would just barely react. They'd be like, oh, oh, like, and they'd duck out of sight. It looked so awful. It's like, oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. I probably should mention the poster. It's like Nick Cage right there on the front and Tony Ja. Yeah. They I mean, were you could not in it that long. Yeah. Exactly. Like you you could easily be forgiven for thinking that they were the main characters in this. Yep. <laughs> Gotta sell it somehow, I guess. <laughs> Sold I me. Mean, in a- it yeah. sold me too. In in a perfect world, a movie with Nicolas Cage and Tony Jaw would be the best thing ever. But unfortunately, we got this instead. <laughs> yeah. 
In a jungle in Burma, Jake Barnes, a celebrated war hero, is running away from flying stars. There we go. Mm, okay. And the plot summary makes sure you know that they're shurikens. Mm-hmm. Oh, shuriken. <laughs> okay, good. Because the CGI didn't do a good enough job telling us that. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, under the command of Brax, the powerful invader leader. I didn't catch that. He had a name, but okay. Yeah. All right. I did. <laughs> I caught that. Yeah, somehow I missed it too. I don't know. There must have been a lot of things I missed. I'm like, I, was, I must have been paying attention to this one. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They lost me in that first scene. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried, but then the CGI was so bad, and I was like, oh no, am I going to get more of this? Stuff? And then my mind started wandering. I was like, oh crap, I'm losing track of what's going on. Okay, hold on. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he hasn't even shown up yet. Damn it. I also got high for this one, so that was. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, Jake ends up on an oceanside cliff where he is hit by the stars, falls into the ocean. Hits his head and blacks out. Uh, Wiley, a jiu-jitsu fighter, rescues Jake from the water and gives him over to the care of two Burmese fishermen. Mm. Uh, They stitch up weary Jake's cuts and take him to a nearby military outpost, assuming that he came from there. Uh, Which if they did what they did, just drove right through them, they would have been blasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, was this around the time when they started making jokes with the subtitles? Oh, yeah. With Darnell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remind him, you guys watching My Name is Earl? <laughs> yeah. 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 He was my <laughs> favorite surprise. character in this movie. Yeah. yeah. He added, he definitely added some life. He definitely hey, Earl. hey Darnell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotta rewatch that show. Yeah. <laughs> Good show. Um, after foreboding miscommunication between an inexperienced translator and one of the fisherwomen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jake is left at the outpost and starts to regain consciousness. Uh, but he must regain his strength. That that's a weird sentence. It ends with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> this, this plot summary has more enthusiasm than the movie does yeah. <laughs> puzzled by the mention of a comet that comes every six years and a hole in a temple opening the operatives set about figuring out where Jake came from uh, an intelligence officer Myra tries to interrogate Jake but he appears to have amnesia with no recall of events leading to his being found in the water oh yeah <laughs> I forgot he had amnesia <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean dumb. I guess that makes sense like, <laughs> yeah. like I forgot while I was watching that he had amnesia and so then I was confused as to why he was pretending like he didn't know anything it's like what yeah. the hell what's he do oh wait oh yeah okay it probably would have been more interesting if he didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the amnesia thing didn't really add anything. They just needed a way to tell the plot story elements to us, I think. 
Yeah. yeah. So they gave him amnesia. Yeah. So they had to just slow things down for us a little bit. So they so could explain to him what we need to know. Yeah. And that way we're on the same page as him. Yeah. Could have cut all that out and just had that truth serum done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's your Most plot. Definitely. Yeah, there you go. I would have been yeah. faster. <laughs> Yeah, because honestly, once he started figuring shit out, I got confused again. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, like this whole thing at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't quite know. I don't quite know what they wrote here. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this plot summary will help us. Let's let's find out. I doubt it. I'm already on the second to last <laughs> paragraph. Oh shit! Damn it! Okay. Uh, the next uh, after a fight sequence Myra injects Jake with the truth serum uh, but this proves ineffective on what he divulges I don't remember the fight scene right there he was when he was like captured he started beating people up oh yeah he was okay. in the, he, like he forgot oh, yeah. everything but he remembered his jujitsu yeah. I know kung fu <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just was like, "Huh? Oh wow! Well, I can do it's all funny. this beating the crap." And then, then the girl like <laughs> tranquilizes him. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she decides it is. It is probable that he actually does not remember. But while discussing this with other operatives, Kyung, advanced jujitsu, advanced jujitsu fighter, begins to work his way through the base, besting fist and gun alike. So that is Tony Jaw. Okay. Yeah. Which I <clears throat> expected the fight scenes with him to be good, but I was wrong. Yeah. There were fight scenes. I mean, most of them were so like you could Slow barely motion. tell what was going on. Oh yeah, that that was another thing. Every fight scene, as soon as they made contact with someone, slow yeah. motion. Slow motion. Straight out of Zack Snyder. Every punch, slow motion, <laughs> and then move, punch, slow motion. Yeah. They could have cut the runtime in half if they didn't do that. Yeah, actually, it did kind of feel like a Zack Snyder movie. Now that I think about it, like, you know, I'm not surprised yeah. that this is on Netflix if they allow Army of the Dead on Netflix as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was that first person view part where that was know, weird as like, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I mixed results. I the thing is, like, I like the idea behind it but it's kind of hard to pull off like first per you have to have like because like i don't know when the camera shakes like it doesn't really feel like you're like you're looking at things through somebody else's eyes anymore like because human heads like they don't they don't jitter you know so so watching like this the view like jitter it was kind of like okay yeah. is his head falling off like what you know and and like to me i mean i've seen i've seen first person fight scenes done well it can definitely be done i've even seen like amateur films that are first person that are done well you know and i think with this they got ambitious with it and it just it wasn't quite as seamless as it could have been you know yeah, and then it, it was went, still kind of creative though what it went from first person to showing the guy back to first person yeah like what <laughs> yeah that's another thing you didn't really feel like you were traveling in or because it was all one shot anyway so it didn't really flow like it's i don't know 
Yeah, that was an odd choice. Yeah. Like, I get what they were trying to yep, do with it. Time. But, yeah. What was that? Yeah, you cut out again. Oh, me? Yeah. I was just saying, yeah, that was weird shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. first person was like it because it kept bumping out and like he would like get hit against a wall and then he would kick out a first person and then just randomly zoom back into first person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little dizzying. You know. Yeah. So, some and, moments were kind of cool though. I like when he whammied that one dude on the ground. Like that was kind of cool. But what was that? Yeah. I was just gonna say the they didn't didn't look like they color corrected that scene either, which made it look really weird. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, some of the color correction in this movie was a little off. Yeah, like the bullets and stuff were like yellow. Like, yeah. like just straight up yeah. yellow. <laughs> Are you shooting lasers? What the hell is this? Yeah. That's the thing. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and like, he never took care of the people shooting. So, And then he stopped to fight. But they didn't shoot him. Yeah. Like, did they just forget about this guy? Forget to add in some more gunshots? <laughs> I don't think anybody even ended up getting shot in this movie. Like, there was a lot of bullets and a lot of things flying, but I don't recall anybody actually getting like hit. I don't mm-hmm. recall. Yeah. I remember a lot of close shots of them going. I mean, the people in this movie must really suck at aiming. Yeah. Because stormtrooper syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, because the characters will, it happens a few times where the characters will literally be standing still and they're still not getting hit. Right yeah. There. Like, there was that one cool, the where the guy was infiltrating. It was kind of supposed to be a long shot, but mm-hmm. it had, you know, fake cuts, which I thought was cool, but ruined by slow motion. <laughs> yeah. But it was also just guys kind of standing in the background with guns waiting for their turn to get beat up. <laughs> so it was yeah. like. Yeah pretty much and then sometimes if you watch the guns they don't move when they shoot yeah <laughs> that was hilarious i love when that happens me yeah. too when somebody's shooting and there isn't even any fire or anything you can tell they're not even like pulling the tr- i think the funniest was in um one of those stupid day of the dead remakes or sequels or some crap you know that wasn't the first one where like somebody literally held a gun and it was like close to the screen and you could literally see their fingers weren't even on the trigger and they were going like this and the gun was just doing a generic like <laughs> sound effect it was so bad I, I loved it <laughs> yeah and then there, I already mentioned it's Tony Jaw, so I would expect the choreography to be good in that scene with him, but it really wasn't. Yeah, it was pretty lame. He like kicked a couple people, and that's it mostly. Yeah, like I, I, I was thinking while watching it, like how much it could have maybe been good if there wasn't as much slow motion. Like yeah. because it, it did seem fairly practical and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, and then the. The long shots instead of like you know in other martial arts movies like quick cuts between the hits and stuff and this is just one long shot with slow motion yeah Mm. that's yeah that's the thing when you add that much slow motion to a movie it no longer really feels like the characters are getting hit it kind of just feels like the characters are just getting like tossed and that's it 
just kind of nullifies the impact of like the fight scenes a little bit you know it's actually kind of a bummer too because like there are some moments where there were some like interesting concepts you know yeah yeah I think it was a, I think it's a situation where the production just was mishandled. I think that the people who made this movie sincerely they sincerely they sincerely wanted to make a good movie but they just didn't know how to like make one. I guess they didn't know how to make it work. Yeah. Like, like yeah. maybe they didn't schedule the actors correctly, maybe that missed I don't know, Nicolas Cage seemed really miscast in this movie by the way. Like yeah. The a very obvious body double. Oh yeah, depressingly yeah. obvious. Uh, the wig on him when he was doing the flips and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. so bad. It was like I a, was like, oh my god, skinny dude. With the Nick Cage is kind of chubby now, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it just I, I'm guessing that he probably didn't. He was probably wasn't on set very long. I'm I'm guessing this was he this was like a transitional type of thing before he went. I don't know. He does he has worked with so many different people at this. He's worked with Disney. I mean, he yeah. did that Sorcerer's Apprentice movie. So so yeah. Once you make the Disney money, you make the money. I guess. And now he just does whatever the fuck he wants. Pretty much. So jujitsu. Oh yeah, martial arts movie. Yeah, I want to be in another one of those. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Right after a Richard Stanley movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, I've been I've been in so many. I mean, uh, you know, Face Off. I mean, that's a martial arts movie, isn't it? Like, that's probably <laughs> what he says. Yeah. Uh, Kyung is unfazed by repeated attacks by men in baklavas and fatigue uniforms who he lays flat mm. this is okay. an awkward huh? this is a weird <laughs> thought summary <laughs> it's, it's so what does that mean I don't know gunfire and the sound of feet against chests heads and the like alert Myra and the others that indeed something is up <laughs> Okay. Someone must have edited this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm assuming is it's when they were escaping, they got, you know, surrounded by more military men and they're more fighting. Right. I think that's what that that's those sentences we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's confusing, but I think that yeah. Thank you for the translation. Yeah. I... <laughs> uh after after more fighting, Kyung approaches Jake, who he recognizes with a special hand clasp. What? what? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. A, spe- a secret handshake? <laughs> okay. I, I so didn't he catch clasps that. his hand? That's an yeah. interesting way to put it. Can I clasp your hand? Yeah. <laughs> Kyung exclaims, we gotta go. And Jake accepts this chance to leave, to leave his captors. Their departure from the base confirms that Jake too is skilled in the art of using his limbs in defense against others. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it's a very oddly specific way to put it, but sure, okay. okay. Uh, there's one more paragraph, and that was only the first scene of the movie. <laughs> Shit, okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this plot summary is better than the fucking movie. Honestly, it's more funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Jake then reunites with three other fighters who seem to know him, but he doesn't remember who they are or what his mission is. As they try to leave to head back to their base, soldiers turn up again. The three other fighters defeat the entire unit easily, but Jake gets grabbed by Mira. She tried questioning him again back at the military base, but he simply tells her she should leave. They then decide to move out of from the army base as they tried to escape, but they are hunted down by an alien called Brax. The group can Oh yeah, then it turns into Predator, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Go on. Predator meets Mortal Kombat, pretty much. Yeah. For the and then you add a bunch of dog shit and put it in the blender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the group confronts Brax at the temple and fight him. During the fight, it is revealed that Brax has a weakness to fire and uses that to his to his advantage. Jake manages to cut down Brax with a sword and shove a grenade in his gut before it heals up. Oh wow, they skipped a <laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> okay. They skipped a lot of the movie. Yeah. He, he okay, kicks Brax into the portal and it explodes, finally ending the alien race. They didn't even mention Nick Cage. Yeah, he's not in the plot summary. He's so unimportant to the plot that he's not even in the plot summary. Yeah, that that was that was it. That's the plot oh. summary. Okay, well, I guess we should also mention that what's his name starts poisoning himself at the end for some reason. Oh yeah. I don't know te- what that was all. Tex thought it was alcohol or something. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Didn't she say that he... Oh, wait, but he sucks at trans... Oh, oh, I get it now. Oh, it was supposed to be a joke. Okay. Yeah. It was supposed to help the girl who dies yeah. randomly, that interpreter. Oh, yeah. So, oh, that was so weird, too, because he was running. I don't know. They were both running. And then he falls into the hole where Nick Cage lives, and then she just gets killed. I, I thought she, because it didn't really look like she got killed. She just took a shuriken to the chest. I thought okay. she was going to like get back up and come down with them, but now she's All dead because right. she doesn't oh, okay. show up for the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so one person got shot, so that's good. Well, I mean that's not good, but that's. I mean, you get what I mean. Like it's you know a character that got shot, so the shurikens had a purpose. Yeah, they they seem to have done do damage quite a bit of damage or good okay. Well, yeah. So I kind of was following more attention than this plot summary was because. <laughs> so yeah. here's the thing: this movie made no sense. Yeah. Okay. The entire idea of this guy that happens to, or the Brax alien comes around every six years. Right. To, to fight nine people. They made it a point of saying nine people. And then he just wants a good fight. Like, I haven't really seen Predator. Is oh, he, okay. So does, is in Predator, does he just want to fight? 
fight good fighters or is he just an alien killing people for no reason? Because I kind of remember. A, he's like a, like a headhunter. Like he, he, um, <clears throat> he meets his match, but like he, of course, chose these people because he knew that they were going to be like, because his, his prey for like honor for like he wanted a challenge type thing or is it just yeah like that's the that's who is prey that that's his prey of choice or other predators or at least other people that can like can actually fate like it's it it's it's established a lot more as as the predator movies sort of go along at least until they flushed it down the toilet but you know with the first movie you have him like kind of pretty much making mincemeat of of most of the characters and until he eventually meets his meets his match and then in the second one it makes a little bit more sense as far as like because in the second one he's pretty much just taking everybody out and it's it's in the middle of like a of like a gangland los angeles so like with there i mean it's clear to me with the predator movies he tends to choose his targets as being people that he knows he can like would actually make a good match so to speak okay you know? so that's what this dude was doing because he yeah. wants to fight the hero which was that jake guy apparently yeah he, they have to fight nine people he has to go against right. nine people basically all sacrificing themselves is what was said um apparently the, the first scene where he was running was a no-no apparently because he was a coward and Brax yeah. didn't didn't like that, so he was hunting them down. The, the 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 main conceit is that he, if he doesn't get his good fights, he'll just start killing everybody, I guess, in the world. Oh, okay. Uh, but the his Nick Cage also did a similar thing when he came back. I don't know when. I don't think it was the last six years, but like he he begged for his life instead, which was made him spare which made him spare his life okay for some reason i don't he was like you were you weren't you weren't a coward you were he thought oh he said he thought he was crazy that's what brax is like oh yeah he thought he was he thought he was just crazy so he let me live and then but the whole thing still doesn't make any sense why do you have to he fights nine people just to fight nine people just have a good fight and then goes away for six years again unless they don't fight and then he'll kill everyone but if he kills the nine people that's still good enough for him and goes away again you see nothing like that happens in predator because the predators (laughs) don't want to destroy the world it's not really so much about that it's more about just um like conquering i guess you could say yeah, this wasn't about that either. That are conquering another land. Okay, so this wasn't that either, though. This was just a dude, an alien wanting to have a good fight, (laughs) right? And I guess he wasn't getting. And if he doesn't get the good fight, he just he will start killing everyone. Uh, Which I don't. I still don't get. There was like that. Just I guess that secret order of the jujitsu, which, by the way, the aliens thousands of years ago taught humans the jujitsu according to this movie according to this movie <laughs> and i don't know if it's actual jujitsu they were speaking of of like what we know as jujitsu or of like a 
special kind of mystical alien jujitsu. Yeah, just, <laughs> I think they just used it as like a catch-all term for a magical fighting force. Because yeah, jujitsu, yeah. I know, is a grappling martial art, not like yeah. a striking. And didn't it originate in like Brazil and stuff too? Not in like, or is that just a different? It's just a branch different of it. Branch, yeah. Okay. So I didn't it, see a whole lot of grappling in this movie. Yeah. There was some. Yeah, there's a couple I, arm bars in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, just not really any major, like none in like the main fight scenes, you know, mostly just kind of like here and there, like occasionally, you know, maybe Tony Jaw might have done the most jujitsu possibly. I'm not sure. Didn't really look like it, but maybe. No, I don't. He was the main guy, did I think. Okay. That makes Uh, sense. And then, so that whole thing, the whole reason why this movie exists makes no sense of the nine warriors having to fight him. Okay. If he doesn't get a good fight, he'll kill everyone. Yeah. Even even if he kills all, but it's like said that. Oh yeah, even if he does murder all the nine people, but he deemed the hero to be a good fight, he'll leave anyway for another six yeah. years. So did did the alien already kill off like four or five people then? Because yeah. All... Okay, I didn't catch that. He kills. Yeah. A, he kills most of the people except for what was that guy's name? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he, he he didn't kill the love interest. Right. He, he didn't kill Jaw Tony Jaw is that his name? Right. Yeah. Tony Jaw. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't kill him, and he didn't kill the main guy. But he killed all the other. Like he killed the the black guy with the two swords, and then there were two other henchmen he killed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and, and and then there was also this part with a military dude oh right, yeah who blasted him the hell up and uh but he regenerates and later on down the movie you the main guy comes and meets the the, the dude and he was yeah. like and he lets know that this is why they're there the whole military actually knows of this whole plot of the alien and everything it's what the actual military is there for and yeah the the only one that's known he's like i've been tracking this for 24 years so like and he even asked so like why do you do this you all go in one by one and die and then the main guy was just like yeah pretty much yeah there's only (laughs) there's only like four or five of the of the jujitsu fighters that's what I'm wondering. There were eight. Were there? And, yes, there was eight, and he was like, because I remember them saying, hey, you're like down one. There's eight of you. Hmm. There was a line saying, yeah, that's okay. Because <laughs> I think uh, they weren't counting Nick Cage as the and then he eventually became the eighth during that last fight when he dies. And then the ninth one was him, the main guy. But what I was confused again, like this whole movie is just baffling, is like, so the military knew of this thing, of this alien doing this shit, and they knew of these people that have to do, like, have to abide by these rules of, because he's like, because he, he says, so you, so what I understand is you have to go in one by one and fight him, and he confirms it. So why is the military even bothering? I don't, like, Unless they just nuke the hell out of him, which they could, because grenades killed him. 
yeah, that was a little unclear to me I'm too because like, it was established that they were under under the understand they, I mean, they understood what this, what it was. I mean, it wasn't like it was. Yeah, and for twenty four years, like they couldn't have done something. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, either either just let them be or nuke the goddamn alien. <laughs> like yeah. something, you know, other like, than nothing. It, it's been because it's apparently been working for thousands of years. What they've been doing, so and the military yeah. hasn't been able to do shit in the time that they've been <laughs> helping. So no. why bother interfering? I don't know. The alien looked kind of strange. You know, it had like a weird silvery type of face thing. Yeah. Kind of reminded yeah. me of the villain from the first Thor movie. No, oh, yeah. Like the big metal dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I could see. Yeah, no, I I could see where you're coming from. So I didn't think about that when I was watching it, but yeah, now you mentioned it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, a little bit of grappling, a little bit of. I some of the fight scenes were. I mean, I think really, when you mentioned the slow motion, that was sort of a big inhibitor. With I do think it tapered scenes, off near the end. This slow motion. I, I was gonna say, I do think that they sort of, um, they didn't abuse the slow motion as much as as the film went along, like. I think the the worst the worst stuff was in the middle, like during all the like when it kept on cutting back and forth when they were trying to like go through the base and all that stuff. All that was like ugh. hard but to watch. Toward, yeah, but toward the end it got better, and I think yeah, especially with the alien fighting, there was some yeah. slow motion still, but less. <laughs> yeah. Um. Although I will say so they really another thing they definitely overused with this movie were the Dutch angles. Um, yeah, I you know it's always depressing to watch a movie sort of over try like overuse that as a way of trying to emphasize <clears throat> a depressing world or something like that when it's not even really necessary for a movie like this because like if if this if this is supposed to take place in a depressing mm -hmm. world then that world should probably have something to do with the plot. So, mm -hmm. but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that here. it's just that temple valley of the temples or whatever the hell they called it yeah <laughs> which to be fair looked looked all right i mean some of the sets were okay yeah you know. oh okay um and then we also learned out nick cage was the father of the main character oh yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous died, i thought the nick cage fight scene was decent <clears throat> with the alien even though it was yeah, not Nick Cage fighting, of course, yeah. but yeah. all from Nick the back. Cage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> I like the way it ended. I mean, admittedly, <laughs> so. But I don't know. It's always kind of interesting to see Nicolas Cage get killed off in movies. You know, so. Yeah, and then again, okay, so I guess the end was odd. Uh, Tex, I loved. I just loved that character. <laughs> yeah. He helped out. He like, because he like slashed him open, and then chuck. He got the grenades in, and he chucked yeah. him in the body, which was like a gelat in his body. So like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like grenades, they have that. You know, you pull the trigger, and you can hold it as long as you're holding down that thing. Yeah. Right. So like, I, I would kind of assume that the gelat in his body that was sucked in would kind of keep them from exploding. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know grenades yeah. or munition that well, but like. It looked like it would keep pressure on the grenades, and he those wouldn't yeah. explode. But <laughs> unless yeah, they showed that, they I don't think they did. But unless they showed that part coming open before they put it in, I don't yeah. think they they did that. Though. I didn't. I didn't spot anything like yeah, that. No, they kind of just like got sucked into him, from what I recall. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me too. And then, and then the most stupid part of all, as well. I think Texas's last words, I think, or someone was, was see you in six years. Wait, oh, yeah. so, no, wait, what? Yeah, I thought we just killed him and he's not coming back anymore. You just, <laughs> Plot twist. What, why, why, why did you say see you in six years? What? <laughs> this is this movie made no sense. I guess maybe he thought it sounded intimidating at that moment in time. Maybe um, he thought he was pulling a fast one, being clever. Or it's like, like hey guys, this this can't be the only alien, right? Yeah, yeah. Mom, he was like saying, "Where's where's Mama Alien and, and Kid Alien or whatever?" Yeah, you have a dread three bears or whatever. Maybe, Golden but Rocks. see in six years. Ooh, oh, might drop right into the gelatinous <laughs> whatever the fuck. Maybe we'll get a sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> electric boogaloo. There's <laughs> no way. No. There's no way it's getting a sequel. I'm looking at the uh, box office and budget. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, much, how much was it? Did it make at the box office? Out of curiosity. Okay, so the budget was 25 million. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right, huh. that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> it made ninety nine thousand nine hundred and twenty four dollars. Oh, well, we also have to remember this was in twenty twenty, COVID times. So I mean, oh yeah, that's true. There is but that still. element, but that is still uh... it's still pretty bad, even for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> no, um... well, apparently. In its debut weekend, the film was the eighth most rented title on Apple TV. Oh. Okay, well, then there you go. <laughs> nice. Made it to number maybe, eight. Maybe <laughs> there right, is good. hope for a sequel, then. There's promise for Jiu 2 Electric Boogaloo. I'd watch it. I would, too. Especially if Van Damme were in it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's add him to the mix. Yeah. Know? Along with Nick Cage. You know, no more of this Expendables fucking bullshit let's just do jujitsu movies you know the first one was <laughs> shitty but they could make the rest good yeah the, yeah the first one was a work in progress mm-hmm. you know it, it was the prototype it was the it was the test round <laughs> you know the, the next one they'll do it for real oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so overall i don't know like i'd probably give this like one to two like the fight scenes weren't that bad but the slow motion definitely didn't help so. yeah I, I gave it a one and a half yeah what would you give it Nick I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> I was actually paying attention and the movie didn't make sense mm. so that, that was a detriment slow yeah. mo yeah one yeah one for Nick Cage yeah, that's about it. Cage did do a decent performance in this one. 
Yeah. He wasn't super memorable, but he was memorable enough that I could think of what he did. Like, it wasn't like, he wasn't that memorable a character, but he was a memorable presence, I guess is the way I'd put it. Like, I think of the movie and I think of the way he looks in it with the beard and mustache. And I'm like, yeah. I'll give it one and a half because of Darnell or Tex. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's good. And what was that, Zach? I was going to say that... (laughs) He should have been in that more. Darnell definitely should have <laughs> yeah. been in that more. <laughs> hell yeah. Mm. <laughs> that he, was funny as, he was funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Overall, yeah, it was not super good, but oh well. It was, I guess, watchable enough. I just wish I could could have. I just wish the plot had made more sense. That was really sort of my main gripe. If the plot had been coherent, I wouldn't have minded a lot of the irritating things. So. Yeah, would have given a bigger rating for that. Yeah. So, so I guess that's it. So, and I guess that concludes our martial arts episode. You know, so the movies were a mixed bag overall, but you know, we got a little bit of everything. We got some fantasy. We got some sci-fi. We got some coming of age, you know, some bad dubbing, some beards, some glorious beards. And uh, Nick know. Cage. We got some Nick yeah. Cage. Yeah. Got some Nick Cage. Yeah. And got another Hulk. Oh, no, that was the last one. Never mind. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. We will be getting some more Hulk Hogan. So. But, you know, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. You know, but until then. <laughs> <laughs> until then um yeah so the next uh so okay so now we're gonna watch some i think we're gonna watch some more shitty 80s movies this is kind of the theme um do you guys want me to go first sure okay so my choice it's one i've been threatening to choose <laughs> here and there but i'm finally gonna bite the bullet because I'm ready to, re- I'm ready to rewatch it. It's Night Train to Terror. I'm gonna, I'm choosing that one. Okay. From 1985. It's bad. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have not, of course. <laughs> oh, wonderful! I'd be curious just to hear your thoughts. So it'll be good. Um, I kind of have a couple choices. Okay. All right. Would you rather have a Western or an adventure fantasy? I guess adventure fantasy. Uh, I'd say we haven't done many Westerns. Oh, yeah, you're right. We haven't. Well, we did do Blueberry. Yeah, that's (laughs) That's the only one I can think of. I think that's the only Western we've done, yeah. All right. (laughs) All right, yeah, let's let's do the Western. So it's Lust in the Dust. (laughs) Okay. Star right, cool has a divine in it. Nice. <laughs> nice. I always love me some divine. And Tab Hunter. Oh, even better. <laughs> All right. I'm on board. So. Okay. My movie is um, BMX Bandits. Okay. Oh, splendid. <laughs> <laughs> you seen it? Well, I have not, I but I, I've been wanting to because yeah, Nicole Kidman's in it. It's her second movie, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> her second film. Yeah. yeah. 
Man, excellent. All right, cool. BMX Bandit. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man. Now I got to decide. Because all three of these sound so good. So <laughs> now I got to decide which one to watch first. I know it's not going to be Night Train of Terror. I'm not going to choose that one to watch first. <laughs> so. But yeah, less than the dust and BMX bandits both sound pretty epic. So, so what was the adventure movie you were gonna choose just out of curiosity? A Tor, the Fighting Eagle. Oh, <laughs> that'd be a fun one to do at some point. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll table that. <laughs> We've tabled up several movies, but we'll definitely table that one too. So. <laughs> it was either that. I don't know if Beastmaster is an '80s one, but oh. I- well, 79, 80, I think it might be. Almost I think it's the 80s. Uh, I think I saw it on the list, so I was scrolling through. <laughs> okay. Let's see, Don Coscarelli. Well, okay, Phantasm was 79. So yeah, it must have been in the 80s. So. Yeah. And Ator was a Joe D'Amato. Oh. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And actually, um, I th- there's another movie that I'm curious to watch at some point that was made in the 80s called Barbarians. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and that's by an- another one of those Italian films. I think that might have been Rogerio Diodato who directed that one, which is interesting. So, might have been. Yeah. Actually, one of the brothers who played, one of the Barbarian brothers um, died recently, which is kind of sad. So. Oh, damn. Yeah anyway all right so sorry to end the episode on a depressing note but (laughs) but why not you know at least we watched martial arts movies so yeah at least we'll have you know bmx bandits and stuff to look forward to so (laughs) all right well until then try to stay cool everybody it's it's a scorcher this summer you know yeah and it's only june as well jesus well june as of this recording i mm-hmm. should say yep it's already june yeah yeah <laughs> all right well have a good night folks yep have a good one yeah